Welcome to the Eating Habits for Life podcast. I'm Kate Johnston, and I'm an eating habit and weight loss coach for career women. I'll help you become the person who no longer has bad eating habits and loses the weight she really wants to in a way that lasts. Let's start. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Let's talk about breakfast. I get asked about this sometimes, so I thought I would cover it in a podcast episode. Specifically, we're going to talk about healthier breakfast habits. It will benefit anyone who currently eats breakfast and feels like they do not have healthy breakfast habits. This will benefit anyone who currently eats breakfast and feels like they do have healthy breakfast habits because you'll learn a little bit more than you already knew. This will also benefit anyone who currently does not eat breakfast at all. That being said, I'm going to start out by saying breakfast is not for everyone. Some people don't feel hungry in the morning. My son, Ryan, actually feels a little bit nauseous sometimes in the morning, especially early, and certainly doesn't feel hungry, so he really needs to wait until more like mid-morning to have something to eat. If you're one of those people that just aren't very hungry in the morning, don't force yourself to eat breakfast unless you've been told to do so because maybe you're a diabetic or something by your physician. So what you could do is try eating a little bit of something and see if it makes you feel better. For example, if it makes you feel more energized in the morning, if you're someone who doesn't typically eat breakfast, but you do want to try to play around with it a little bit to see if it would benefit you. Or if you find that you end up being more tempted by the donuts that someone brought into work at the office mid-morning, if you haven't had any breakfast, then maybe try having a small breakfast at home so that you're not quite as hungry and tempted by mid-morning and feel like you want all the donuts. Before I dive into those healthier breakfast habits completely, because those were just a couple of little tips, just a little bit of news. For the next couple of months, we are going to be doing Ask Kate. This is free written coaching where you can ask me anything and I will help you with anything that you are struggling with, with your eating habits, weight loss, mindset, motivation, any of it. Written coaching is where you type in something that you need help with, and then I respond back with my coaching or with my response. My response is not just a quick one-liner. You actually get coaching from me. So over the next few months, every other week, I will send out an email opening up Ask Kate and the first five people to submit their thing that they need coaching on, I will provide the free written coaching back. Right now, I'm limiting it to the first five people just because I don't know how many of these I will get. So I just opened it up last week was the very first time. And I just don't know if I'm going to be getting like 20, 30 submissions. And there's just one of me. So right now, we're limiting it to the first five people. You'll receive an email notifying you that your question has been answered. Just open the email, click on the link provided to view the response, and it's all confidential. I'm going to vary out the email send times to give people in all different time zones a chance. And if you want to submit your free coaching, but you think you might be too late, that you might not be one of the first five, submit it anyway, because this last 
time around, which was the very first time, I answered more than five. (laughs) So just submit yours. If I have time, I will answer more than five. And in order to get the invitation to get the free coaching, you have to be on my email list, obviously. So if you've signed up for the free class or you've signed up for weekly tips, that means you are on my email list already and you'll get those invites every other Wednesday. If you want to be on the list and you're not on there already to get those invitations, just sign up for the free class or the weekly tips and you'll get those things, of course, but then you'll also every other Wednesday get those invitations. You'll see both of these on the episode page, both of these links, or if you're listening from your favorite podcast listening app, such as Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, Podchaser, etc., you can just click on the episode description for this specific episode and then sign up with the link there. All right, so on to healthier breakfast habits. The things I just mentioned earlier, those little breakfast tips that I started out with were not actually going to be part of the episode today, really, but I started talking and realized that I really just wanted to be clear on some of those things. Okay, so the first of the healthier breakfast habits is to make it easy for yourself to develop an actual habit by getting a couple of things out ahead of time to make it easier in the morning for yourself. As a busy career woman, you're probably scrambling to get out the door to get to work or to go into your home office and get on a Zoom call, right? This makes it really easy to not have healthy breakfast habits. When you're in a rush, you're more likely to make less healthy food decisions. So making it easy to do the behavior of eating breakfast in the morning or eating an intentionally healthier breakfast in the morning by placing a couple of things on the counter ahead of time, like the night before, will absolutely help. If you're a coffee drinker, you're probably already in the habit of getting the coffee maker prepared ahead of time. You can do the same thing with your breakfast food. If you eat oatmeal, for example, then get out your bowl and spoon and container of oatmeal the night before so that it's ready to go in the morning. You can even fill the teapot with water so that it's ready to be boiled. It takes all of about 30 seconds to do this stuff the night before. And then the next morning, having those things on the counter will serve as a visual reminder and make the behavior easier for you to do as well. When it comes to building any habits, having some sort of a trigger or prompt, like a reminder, and making the behavior easier to do helps to actually form the habit. It helps your brain actually go through with the sequence of events. And you keep doing this over and over again, you've got a habit, especially if there's a reward mixed in there. And especially if it's done at the same time or place or in the same circumstance. So if you're making breakfast easier for yourself and you're noticing that you're feeling less rushed, this can be a reward. Rewards like this make it more likely that you'll then form a habit as well. If you're thinking, well, I'm not going to remember to put out the bowl, the spoon, the oatmeal, the cereal, the fruit, whatever it is that you normally eat for breakfast in the morning, you can write yourself a nice little note and leave it on the kitchen counter or in a place that you'll see in the evening. You could even set an alarm on your phone so that it reminds you at a certain time in the evening to get those few things out. 
Of course, you're not expected to remember just by yourself to do this every single day. You're a human. So that's why you need to just do those little things like putting a note out or setting an alert on your phone. Super easy. So set an alert on your phone, have it go off every day or leave a note in a convenient spot to remind you and then just do it. Easy as that. That's where a little bit of self-discipline comes in just a tiny bit. Another of my healthier breakfast habits is to schedule a little bit of time in the morning to eat at home rather than stopping along the way to get a less healthy and more expensive breakfast or worse, eating in the car. I was guilty of eating in the car for years. I would eat usually three pieces of toast slathered in peanut butter in the car on the way to the hospital because this was easy to sort of bring out the door with me. Well, at the time I thought it was easy, but thinking about balancing these things on my lap and all the crumbs, oh my gosh, I would end up cleaning crumbs from the front seat a couple of times a week. I would be mindlessly eating the toast with the peanut butter along the drive, so not really enjoying it and certainly not paying attention to if I needed all of that for breakfast because I did not. If you think about it, that breakfast was probably about 800 calories. No one needs an 800 calorie breakfast unless it's Michael Phelps or a professional athlete like him. He probably eats twice that for breakfast for his morning swim training, but we are not Michael Phelps, all right? And the other thing about eating while driving is that it's not safe. You're not paying attention as fully to what's around you as you should be. You're focused to some degree on eating and trying not to make a huge mess and trying to balance everything and not getting the food all over the car, right? And you're not doing either of these very well either. Trust me, like I said, I've been there. It's just not worth it. Imagine if you hit someone because you're not paying as close attention to driving because you're eating. That would be awful and you'd regret it for the rest of your life. Not worth it. Also with eating while driving, you're certainly not focused on enjoying the breakfast as much as you could be, right? It's very mindless because you're trying to do a couple of things at once. You're certainly not focused on your stomach and if you're actually satisfied. So there's a chance that you could end up eating more than you really need like I did for many years. And if you're trying to lose weight, you don't want to be eating more than you actually need. So carve out a little bit of time every morning. So if that means setting your alarm clock for five or 10 minutes earlier to eat breakfast at home and not while driving or while sitting at your desk, then do it. It's well worth it. You're not going to miss that five to 10 minutes of sleep. I can tell you it's not going to do anything negatively to your energy levels or your health if you get five or 10 minutes less of sleep. So hitting that snooze button doesn't actually do anything for the benefits from sleep. And make sure you actually sit down in the kitchen to eat your breakfast. Taking five or 10 minutes to eat your breakfast, sitting in a chair, enables you to pay attention to your food, pay attention to your stomach and take a little time for yourself before you start your work day, right? It's not asking too much. The third of the healthier breakfast habits goes along with this to some degree. 
eat breakfast without distractions. I know it's tempting to scroll social media, check emails, and read while you're eating, but try not to do it. Listen, I'm guilty of these as well. If you're in the habit of doing this, leave your phone and your book or whatever it is in a place that's not the kitchen, just for that five or 10 minutes. Once you do this a few times, you'll see how nice it is. When you then have awareness of how nice that is, that will be a bit of a reward for you so that it'll encourage that new behavior and it'll start becoming one of your healthier breakfast habits. So keep the phone and the reading material away. Even if it's on the kitchen counter, but out of reach, that's better. But I wouldn't even put that temptation there because it's easy enough to just get up and grab it if it's already been a habit for you. All right, now on to a little bit more as far as what to eat and drink. The next of the healthier breakfast habits is to try to mix carbohydrate and protein and a healthy fat if you can. So a good example would be oats with peanut butter on top. That's my breakfast of choice most days. You have your carbohydrates, you have the protein that's in both the oats and the peanut butter, and you have the healthy fats in the peanut butter. Another example would be a piece of fruit as a carbohydrate, which also has lots of fiber, which is fantastic for you, plus some eggs with a slice of avocado or two on top. The eggs have a good amount of protein in them, and then the avocado is considered very healthy fat. And I've also read that avocado makes your skin nice and smooth and moisturized. I've noticed that anytime I personally eat avocado, the next day the skin on my face looks more moisturized and a little bit softer. So fun. So these are just a couple of examples of some things that would include all three of those, the carbohydrate, the protein, and the healthier fat. Carbohydrates are great for quick energy and protein and fat are great for a little bit longer lasting energy. And your brain actually needs carbohydrates to function at its best. So having a little bit in the morning is perfect. Your body, of course, needs all of these macronutrients. So the more that you can get in the morning, the better. Meaning if you can eat a carbohydrate with some protein and healthy fat, this is more advantageous than just eating carbohydrates or just eating protein for breakfast. And breakfast doesn't need to be a massive meal, right? You just need a little bit to start your day. Another of my healthier breakfast habits is to hydrate. So even if you don't eat breakfast, this is a healthy breakfast habit that is for you non-breakfast eaters. When we sleep, we're doing a lot of breathing and this exchange of air actually causes you to become dehydrated because you're breathing out a lot of moisture from your body. And unlike during the day when you're doing the same thing, obviously, you're not hydrating while you're sleeping. You're able to hydrate in the day because you're awake, but at night when you're sleeping, of course, you're not hydrating. So you're getting dehydrated over the course of the night when you're sleeping just by breathing. That's why you wake up in the morning with a dry mouth and potentially even a mild headache from being dehydrated during the evening. An easy way to fix this is to drink water. You don't have to go and chug 
two tall glasses of water right away, but certainly it is helpful to make sure you drink at least a glass of water either before or with breakfast. Also, when you're dehydrated, your body can actually misinterpret this as hunger as well. So if you hydrate right after you wake up and well before you eat breakfast, then when you're eating breakfast, the hunger that your experience is more likely to be true hunger and not mixed up signals from dehydration. Another of the healthier breakfast habits that I wanted to discuss is to try to avoid the breakfast foods that are just pure sugar and flour. Examples of this would be donuts, pastries, store-bought muffins. Store-bought muffins or bakery muffins are usually pretty high in sugar compared to if you decided to bake muffins at home and you're the one in control of the ingredients. I've actually been making some muffins on occasion for weekends when we meet our friends to go running. If I make them, I'll do it on a Friday evening so we have a quick delicious breakfast that energizes us before our runs. Plus, it's a bit of a treat since it's different than the usual oatmeal with peanut butter. I've really been digging the muffin recipes that I've been finding on the Real Food Dietitians website. So if you haven't checked them out, I recommend their website. They have fantastic zucchini muffins and oatmeal blueberry muffins that are pretty darn healthy for muffins especially. They are delicious too. They have just the right amount of like mild sweetness without feeling like a dessert. And a shout out to my good friend Pam for introducing me to them. So that's what I have for you on healthier breakfast habits. Don't forget to take advantage of the Ask Kate free written coaching while it lasts. You'll receive an email opening the coaching up every other Wednesday. So be sure you are on my email list for that. Thanks for listening. Take care and I'll talk with you soon. Become the person who loves her eating habits and her body so you can enjoy more of your life. I'll help. Start now by just setting up a time to talk with me by visiting katemjohnston.com forward slash consult.